0: Okay, so this is an episode I did uh, actually last night with uh, Jihan Radzuan of a One Fighting Championship. Um, she's one of the first fighters to come out of Malaysia, female fighters. And uh, in this episode, we talked a lot about um, her early MMA career and also the last two fights she had that I wanted to focus on, which were her win over Itsuki Harada and her, her loss to Stamp Fairtex. And uh, we also talked a little bit about uh, Angel Lee versus Stamp Terrence Fair Texan, and and also a lot about her personal life in Malaysia, which I was interested in. Uh, You know, being from the U.S., we don't get a chance to hear a lot from fighters overseas, so kind of asked her a lot about, you know, her personal life. She she works part-time as a veterinarian. She owns about, I think, seven cats at her house and eight others at the gym that she takes care of, so about 15 in total, and uh, so, yeah, we talked about that, and... uh, practicing Islam, which uh, she also does, as do most people in Malaysia who are Muslim. And uh, so it was a very interesting interview, and I'm very uh, thankful that she gave me the opportunity to do it, uh, because I like to uh, interview a lot of athletes from uh, overseas. Um, That's something that I I try to do. So uh, this is going to be Jihan Radzuan from Malaysia, and One Fighting Championship. Check it out. Check it out. Ah, Jeanne, how are you?
1: Hello. I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm doing good, doing good. Now, I want to thank you for taking time to do this. Um, nice. I wanted, I wanted to ask you, like, because I don't know much about MMA in Malaysia. Like, how did you start out?
1: Um, How I started MMA is actually is quite funny because... Um I was just finding like new hobby and then I saw this one girl, Korean girl, if you know Songkayun. Yeah, I saw I saw her on the TV show and then I started like, oh, I I wanna try this. Like because I know like there's like any other martial arts, you know, in Malaysia, but then I never knew that uh, uh MMA exists. So that I went and searched for the gym and then I found my gym which is the current gym and that's heaven. And the uh, MMA scene in Malaysia is actually growing now. Back then when I started MMA, there's not many female fighter as now. And now, you know, like we have more um, events, we have more organization that do does MMA and it's growing.
0: Yeah, and it seems like your style is kind of maybe wrestling, aggressive wrestling somewhat. Do you agree? Uh, You mean my style?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's actually my style is depending on my opponents. Like I, you know, like during off-season, I try to like do strikings and grappling and everything. Um, So like once I got the, you know, fight offers and then we have to like study the opponents, I will see what's good for it, you know. So it's like a bit of mix, mix up.
0: But did you have a base style before you started MMA or was it just you were training everything at once from the beginning?
1: Um, before I started MMA, I start with, uh, you know, like I, I started MMA when I was 15 and I don't have any basic at all. I learned striking, which is kickboxing and Muay Thai. And I picked up BJJ, these two, and right after, you know, like three months of training, and then I went and compete the uh, weight divers and BJJ, and then I tried for uh, MMA.
0: And do you feel like everybody, when they start training, maybe they go toward one part more than the other? What did you feel like you were picking up the most at first?
1: Mm. I think because I started both at once, right? I think I picked up striking more than I picked up uh BJJ. Because that striking, you just have a few techniques and then you just have to get used to it and you have to be, uh you know, like, uh, be good at it. And every day you will do the same thing but different combo. But for the BJJ, you have to learn... Many things, you know, like um, escape, controlling people, submissions, and everything. Yeah. But I, to be honest, it's depending on which, you know, like, like during off-season, if I'm more to striking, right, and then I will be more like a striker. And then if I focus more on grappling, I will be more like a grappler.
0: Now, I know you had an amateur career. You had, you know, about 10 fights or so. When did it happen where, how did you get into one championship?
1: Um, So, like, uh, for the amateur fight, it's actually, I I like to, you know, like, do something new. And there's, like I said, there's not many female fighters out there. So, um I just want to try out. And then, uh to be frank, when I started MMA, right? I was under age to join the event, <laughs> but then they just let me go because um because there's not enough uh female fighter. And then I've been fighting for quite a while because my uh coach is a uh, founder, the, the pioneer of uh ultimate down. If you heard before, so I've been actually actively complete complete MMA in that event, and my coach also is a former. Uh, of uh, one FC fighter. So they were looking for female fighter. Then my coach, you know, like introduced me to them. And they take me.
0: Now, what was it like, like, when you first, your first fight in one FC, what did you think of the experience, like everything surrounding this big event?
1: Of course, it's kind of new for me because like, I've, in, never in my whole life that I've been in this big spotlight, you know. And then for me, the crowd was crazy because you know, like the, as a Malaysian, and then you are doing MMA, and then you are, you know, girls. And then if there's some season, you know, like like if like there's like fight week or something, or five month, or they, you know, like being asked about you a lot, so you will get more crowd, you know. So. The, the the assignment is very, you know, kind of new for me. But then for the fight itself, it's like just like a regular fight. Just that I have to ignore the crowd that, be, you know, like cheering for me.
0: Now, I want to get to your fight with, uh, I want to focus on your last two fights. Maybe let's talk about Stamp first since it was the most recent one. I know you've had some time to think about it. Maybe just give me like your overall thoughts on it.
1: My, you know, like as a fighter, right? You don't have a good day, you know, like good fight every single fight. Like you've been, you've been putting on work hundred percent, but just that, that wasn't your time, you know, like it wasn't your day. So you just cannot be sad about it, and then you have to like, you know, like fuck it, you know. You have to get improved. Like you don't have to be like sad forever because you have more. And more upcoming fight, and I will get better. And maybe in future, maybe they will give me another chance. You know. Um, for that fight, actually, the 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 preparing is, was very good. Just that you know, like shit's happened. But I, you know, like if you watch the fight, I say it's not kind of bad though.
0: <laughs> well, what do you think you learned from that one? Perhaps.
1: Um. But I've learned from that one. I think that I shouldn't focus more on the crowd, you know, like, you know, like, if you compare me. And I have to, you know, like, put more confidence in myself.
0: So the crowd kind of, was it because it was really the big fight, about right? The
1: crowd, you know. It's 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 not really about the crap because like I've been fighting legit fighters before, just that during, like I said, during that doing uh, during that time right, it just wasn't my day. Maybe I was feeling under the weather or maybe something happens behind me and then I've been like doubt, doubting myself. Then mm-hmm. I, you know, yeah.
0: Now your fight with Hirata, I thought your pressure is what won you the fight because you were. As the fight went on, you were pressing the takedowns, taking her down. And then in this fight, you weren't able to do that. Why do you think she was able to have, like, success on the ground against you, Stan?
1: Um, Like I said, maybe the confidence, you know, like the fight with Hirata is actually kind of the same, you know. Like, it just wasn't my day, you know. Hmm. Like, I've been facing a lot of things during that fight week just that I don't want to talk about it. You know, like I don't want to give you any excuses or any any anything like make me feel you know like to appear weeks in front of you, you know? So just like we don't talk about it. I mean like the past is over. Just don't forget about the fight but forget about the you know the things left to do.
0: Now, when do you think you would wanna fight again or do you have any
1: idea? As 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 soon as I could, you know, like if they offer me the fight, then I just take it because me and my coach we never um, deny any fight contract before.
0: Now, <clears throat> have they approached you like one, have they told you when they might want you to fight again or no?
1: That's a secret. Oh, okay, okay. I can tell you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Now, maybe tell me about, like, um, in your division, you know, some of these fights that have happened, like, with Angela Lee or Stamp or whatever. Maybe, like, some of your thoughts on some of the other fighters that you've seen. or
1: You mean, like, like what?
0: Well, you know, like, Stamp fought Angela. Angela was able to get her to the ground and eventually beat her. Like, what what do you think makes Angela's good as she is, perhaps?
1: Um, Of course, like, Angela Lee has the better grabbing games and better, you know, like, she keeps the pressure inside. And, like I said, Angela is the champion. And maybe Stam is getting more pressure than her. So maybe the, you know, the confidence is, like, back off, but not that back off. And Angela, of course, she knows what to do. You know, like, every fight camps, every, you know, like, Every opponent we have our own game plan. You know? So maybe the campaigns works.
0: Now I know outside of uh outside of fighting you also like you're still a veterinarian, right?
1: Yeah, nurse. Okay. And
0: are you doing it like part-time or how much do you do it?
1: Um, so during off season I will be going to work like you know, like a full time, but then during a fight camp. You know, like, if I have a fight, upcoming fights, so it will be like a part-time. But then, you know, like, it's... In Malaysia, to be honest, I say, like, for me, I think, um, to be a full-time fighter is not very, you know, like, it's not a good career for, for, for anyone out there in Malaysia. Because as an athlete, any sports that you're taking, if you are not making money, then you are losing money, you know? so you have to get second options
0: so it's too hard to make a living in malaysia if you're fighting
1: it depending on the event that you are competing but of course if you're amateur you cannot you know you're not earning because if you fight in amateur event that you are gaining is experience and then you have to improve yourself and then you Exposure to the professional events, then they will get you and then you get money from that, but then still You have to get second option from that
0: Now I know that like you have a lot of cats and stuff is that like Is it part of Malaysian culture like or is it just something you you like?
1: It, um, I'm not sure about it, but then like like since more I love cats and when I, you know, like, I grow bigger, I started to grow. I Actually, since high school and since, you know, like, since forever, I've been having, like, cats, many cats. Just that now, I'm, you know, like, I'm working back in age, So, I, I know more about, you know, medical stuff. So, I got more cats and oh. never ending.
0: How many do you have now?
1: Um, I have seven at home and... I think around eight at the gym, but that one is uh like we, you know, like take care. I I took care of the cats.
0: But I mean, like the ones at the gym, everybody takes care of, yeah.
1: Um, only me. <laughs> so, but so the other people don't want to help the... you. Sorry.
0: You're the other people at the gym don't want to help you.
1: No. I mean like they like they love cats like they petting them and everything but then of course the cost and everything is from us
0: so they just let you keep them there yeah how did you work that out
1: I don't know you just put the cats there we put a little box at the back there the foods and the kids the cats just like uh, doing their business, like sleep over here and sleep over there, and then they will walk over the mats if they if they want attention or something.
0: So, the people at the gym, they just know not to say no to you. Sorry. They they just know not to say no to you about the cats.
1: Hmm, I think so. But then everybody loves cats, so I don't think it's a problem. It's an issue.
0: But I mean, how hard is it to have like seven cats at your home and take care of all of them?
1: Um, I, it's, I, it's depending on your cat because my cats all are healthy, healthy cats. They don't have health issues. They don't have like, you know, that's, uh they're not uh, food picker. So it's easy. Just I have to like clean their litter box. I have to give them food and then just let them wander around. And then, of course, you have to get the annual, uh, you know, like medical checkout and everything.
0: But I mean, are your cats like clingy to you? Like, I don't see them around now. Do they stay oh, away? of course, it's
1: like, it's not, you know, like cats, it's not, you know, like cat cat personality is not like that. They don't, they are not like dogs. Dogs, you have to like give their, their attention every time. But then for the cats, right, whenever they come to you, you pet them, you play with them for a while, then just, they just walk over and do that, done their business.
0: Now I was wondering like I was talking about one FC but do you watch a lot of like UFC events or?
1: Of course. I mean like um we have to keep improving, right? So we have to watch other fights as well. So like um you know like not every single time but any fights that I want to watch that we watch. And so you watch... it's not live and I can go on YouTube and search it also.
0: Do you watch all of them or?
1: Not no. all of them. Some of them.
0: Just like bigger ones?
1: That the biggest one. And if I want, because because you as fighter, you have to get improved, right? So you want to watch any, you know, like any uh other people's style. And you want to pick it up, this and that. So, like, if I want to, like, you know, like, learn something from that fight. And I will watch it. And then if no then no.
0: So who are you watching that's competing like in the UFC? Um
1: you know like mostly our female fighters. you know, like the recent one, of course, Zhang Lee, uh Rose, um I many of them.
0: But I'm, so you like like you like all of them or do like I noticed you mentioned John John Lee like the athletes from overseas, because you have similarity to them. Do do you do you find more interest in them or no?
1: Of course, I mean, like like I said, you have to like pick this and that, and then you have to learn something from them. So like, you know, like, of course, you have to love everyone, you know, like because you are learning something from it, so that there's no there's no reason for me to like dislike them or something.
0: No, I mean, but as a female fighter who's not from the U.S., oh, do you feel like from... a connection with Jean-Wei Lee or some other female fighters that are not from America?
1: Um, I have no comment for that because, like, I don't think that there's any different. you know, like, all around the world, if you're a female fighter, you are fighting, you know, like, you are fighting MMA professionally, it's nothing different. So I've been, you know, Mm, there's no difference, like I say.
0: Yeah, because some people, they're fans of, like, you know, people that are similar to them or maybe they're fans of certain kind of fighters, but you are you just appreciate the technique. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like, I just appreciate that. I don't care who win or lose, really, you know. It's just I appreciate the matchup, you know, each yeah. Each fight has its own. Yeah, of
1: course. Like because because when you're fighting in that octagon or on the circle, right? There's only two persons are fighting, and either one is going to win or one's gonna lose, and you have a referee side, okay? And then, you you know, like as a fan, as a you know, like cyber trooper or something, you cannot you cannot ignore them. People are going to talk back about you. People are going to say like oh you lose you never trade or nothing but they will never know the story behind you know like both are both of them are working hard to to you know to get to win yeah, yeah. but then just that you have to know that there's fate in you know like in in and in, in, in many stuff so both of them are working hard just the better ones win the fight
0: now, how much are you training right now? Did you take any time off after your last fight or how long before you were back in the gym? Um,
1: the last fight I took off for like one week and then we've been working on like, not like a intensive training, just that, you know, like keep active warm ups and I helped, you know, like yep. running the class and everything.
0: Tell me some about your coaches for people who don't know.
1: Okay, so um, I only, you know, like my main coach is only one, Melvin Yu, if you heard of him before. He's a pioneer of Ultimate Down and he is also one of the earliest fighters in 1FC. So he's compete in MMA also and I, you know, like our style is kind of, maybe because I picked the styles from him. So our style is quite um, about the same. We are, we like to move forward kind of fighter. You know, that's why I, I fight like that, you know, like go forward and then try to change. And then he is a school teacher. That means, you know, like running a gym, training a fighter is not only his job. So he has two jobs as well. And yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> and do you have like visitors from other countries that are coming now that maybe they see you or other people and want to see?
1: Uh after pandemic, there's not many. You know, like we, you know, because we are never with Singapore, right? Before pandemic, right? Like because we have open mats. I think yeah, we have open mats. Sometimes people from. Singapore will come over, but then after the pandemic, it's less. Uh, but then before that, it's actually kind of, it's quite, you know, like, many people come and visit and join our class.
0: Do you do a lot of traveling outside of Malaysia or no?
1: Um, no. I All of my fight camp is, you know, like, I've been preparing at my own homegrown gym.
0: But I mean for fun, do you leave Malaysia? For
1: fun. Oh, I see. I don't travel much. Yeah, I think I don't travel much. But, you know, like, I, like I I said, I work in Berkeley, right? So we have annual, like, company trip. And I, you know, like, sometimes we go travel for fun. Then just that. Otherwise, I'm just here.
0: Now, maybe tell me about your home. You know, like, what is it like where you where you live?
1: Mm. It's like a normal family, you know. <laughs> Nobody, like, only me is the fighter here. You know, like, only me is that I fit in my house so that I'm not normally at home. Like, I'll only at home early in the morning and late at night. So, it's because um, I have five siblings, I'm the last one, and our age gap is quite far, so we are not very close when we grew up, but then when I started competing, you know, like in amateur until I turned to pro, we kind of getting close, getting closer, you know, like we started to have um, um, maybe... You know, like, we plan for a day trip, and then we always meet up, and we always talk. You know, like, we have, you know, like a like a family does. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, it's just like a normal family. I don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> what do they think about you fighting?
1: At first, of course, my mom don't really like about it because, you know, like, I'm a girl. And then, typically, in Malaysia, you have to be, you know, like, girls have to be doing girl stuff but after quite a while the you know my mom look at me like I'm really passionate about what I'm doing then she's okay with it and then you know, I'm here.
0: So in Malaysia is it more do you think like more strict or is there more pressure in society to be like you said girls should be doing girl stuff?
1: Because now we have many platforms, right? We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have many things. If you, like, in real life, right, if you don't care about it, nobody's going to come to, at you if they know me as an, you know, like, I'm a fighter, they won't, like, this. like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that, they won't do that. But then in any other platform, if you go and read the comments, and then you will see it. But then if you ignore it, then it's nothing. So I think the acceptance of being a MMA fighter for myself, it's for now, like I said, if I just focus on what's important for me, it's actually, it's okay. But if I go and look for it, then, you know, it's not.
0: Oh, you say like on the platforms, people say maybe you shouldn't, girls shouldn't shouldn't do
1: that. Yes. Oh. You know, you understand what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, why did and they do simple. that?
1: It's simple. You don't have to look at the negative comments or negative thought of people. You just focus on doing what you like to do and, you know, just keep improving.
0: But why do you think people think that way where you're from?
1: I'm... I don't know, maybe the society is growing up like that because girls shouldn't, you know, like, shouldn't be so rough or something. It's, as it, I don't think it's only happened in my society. It happens all around the world. If you are girls, you are doing something that against it, then people uh, kind of, you know, like, not happy about it. And like I said, like, what I mean, opposite things is not every single thing. It's like, of course, there's some things that you can't do, like you shouldn't do, and there's something that you can do such as sports, you know, like sports, everybody, there's no gender in sports, but of course you have to have, you have to separate it, male and females, you understand what I'm saying?
0: hmm yeah. Like in Malaysia, what is the dominant religion in Malaysia?
1: Oh, majority in Malaysians are Muslims.
0: Muslim. So-
1: yeah. So like uh, how to say we are not like you can see there's many Muslims that they still not wearing hijab or something. There's not I mean like, but we are you know like majority are Muslims and the acceptance here like I say if you don't look for it, people won't judge you.
0: That's why I was wondering, you know, because I lived in Saudi Arabia before. When I was small yeah so I was thinking when you were telling me if it was Muslim then yeah I could see why maybe people would say that you know yeah
1: yeah like like I said like of course like there are some Muslims that are going to like oppress you like saying something like oh you shouldn't do this it's not that it's not this of course but that's you know like it's 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 very hard to give a comment about here you know around here but then I've been I met a lot of, like, you know, like, Muslims, and they are, you know, practicing, you know, I practice Islam as well, but then, it's very hard to explain to you, like, there's like, there's a two different, you know, like, character. One is like, you cannot do this, and you cannot do that. And one is like, I believe you will change, like that, you know what I'm mm. So, for now, all is our, you know, the acceptance is like, Okay.
0: So, you do your prayers several times a day and all that?
1: Yeah. I how many do? Times But I then, of course, like I'm not wearing a hijab, that's the thing. That's the thing. But then, you know, like um, I don't really, you know, like talk, tell people. Yeah, I don't have to tell people.
0: Yeah, I forget how many times it was. Eight five. times? Five. Five, five times. Yeah, I used to, like, I remember, like, I'd be in the airport you know, in Saudi Arabia. Everybody's
1: and, praying, are you just? Yeah,
0: no, people were praying inside the airport. Oh, I see. Because it's time, time to do it, you know. It don't matter where they are. It's time that they do it, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: It was, it was very interesting, but I was very young. I was maybe... My dad worked in uh, oil. I and,
1: see.
0: Uh, I was like 6 to 12 years old. So they taught me a lot of Arabic, like wahid, it ain't You know, these, how to count and that's... But after fourth grade, they didn't teach me no more. I see. They said, you know, like, I don't know why that was, but in school, I had Arabic teacher. You know, we had Arabic class. But after fourth grade, no more.
1: But you never asked, right?
0: They only want us to know a little bit, (laughs) you know. Uh. (laughs) Not too much. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. But it was interesting, you know. So... You see a lot of uh, Muslim fighters now. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's, it's interesting to me because I can relate to that, you know, from living in Saudi Arabia like I did. Yeah. Do you, are people, like in Malaysia, are you, do people give you a lot of support? Like a, when you come back from one f c are there a lot of people who come to see
1: you or not? Oh, no, it doesn't look like that. Like um, I live in Johor Bahru, you know. Like it's more near to Singapore, so like um, one thing about you know like Malaysians, right? They are they are a fan, right? you know. Like, they know MMA, but then they are not, you know. Like some country when the athletes, you know, like landed uh, from one airport to one airport, and they just like. Crowding the airports to like you know like to greet that athletes. Malish, I mean like me for myself, my experience right. Like people know who knows me right. They just say hi and they never like bother me. You know like they just say hi. They want a picture and then or maybe we talk a little bit and then that's it. They never like you know like trying to disturb you or anything. They are like really, um you know like giving my you know, like, the boundaries, you know, like, they know that they shouldn't uh, disturbing me at this particular, party but the certain times, you know, So, like, they met me on the street or malls or something, they just say, hi, I want a picture, and then they just go. Understand? And during, like, 1FC, of course, if you're at the stadium itself, of course, they will, like, greet you, you know, like, crowding the vans and try to take a picture with you. But then, like, outside, you know, like of the event, off the event, there's nothing like that.
0: So where you live, though, do a lot of people know who you are?
1: Where of you course. live? Of <laughs> course. Yeah. Hey, they always hey you like this right? Hey. They always do the, the this gesture, you know. Mm-hmm. So like my neighbor around my neighborhood, so not everyone, of course, but then they know that I'm I does MMA. I do MMA.
0: But it, maybe it's good because a lot of people don't like to be famous or to be bothered. So maybe it's good for you that people don't bother you so much.
1: Yep. You know, like, people, they have their own things to do, you know. Like, when they see you, they'll just say hi to you and then go, because I have something to do at home. Not like I have to follow you every single time. So they just treat me like a normal person, like, You know, like, and I I appreciate it, you know, like, I don't have to have a pressure, people following me back, or something. Yeah,
0: because some other places, like, people are, have no privacy. You probably wouldn't like that, right?
1: Yeah. So, like, I, I do love my life right now, because, like, off the, you know, like, in my real life, I can do my own thing, I can do my personal stuff without hiding something, you know? People know what I'm doing, and in that event or in that fight, they treat me like I'm, you know, like, they want to take a picture with me or something, and then off the camera, then they just let me be.
0: Now, maybe as we're kind of winding down the interview, like, maybe you could talk about Islam. I don't know if you would want to, but, you know, Uh, like, for me, like, I think a lot of people in my country, especially when they're seeing a lot of the Muslim athletes now from Dagestan and Chechnya and all these other places, they don't know a lot about Muslims or Islam, you know, in America. Mm-hmm. Maybe they think it's strange or whatever, you know. I don't know, like, if you would want to say something about or so pe- maybe educate people, you know, or say something.
1: Um, I'm sorry, but I have no comment about it. But, of course, it's a good religion, you know. You have to, like, at least respect it. Respect it, you know. Well, I think it's good for fighters, beliefs. yeah. Sorry?
0: I think it's good, especially for, like, an athlete because they're very disciplined, you know, Muslims. And they don't uh, have a lot of the bad habits that we have in America, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Americans.
1: So you Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Engage in a lot of stuff that's maybe not good. Yeah, for, but
1: then of course we don't, you know, like as in Muslims, we don't take any, you know, haram stuff. <laughs> right. That's a right. good thing, you know. We don't drink. Yeah. That's the, the things you know. So that, uh, I I I'm not sure, like for myself. There's of course, there's a bad Muslim and a good Muslim. So you don't put that bad. Uh, Impression every towards every single people every single Muslim that you meet every you know like you have to respect the religion just that if you don't like that person then you don't like that person you don't ever mention about the religion or like you know like Mm. something behind don't blame the religion that's it that's it I want to say and we can move to the next questions.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, I mean I think that's a good point because in America I think there's a lot of. Oh this person's this or this person's this. So I think what you're saying is good, you know, cuz I think here in America there's too much of this person's this way or this person Yeah. They blame like you say, blame blame.
1: Yeah. You should blame the person not the religion that he believes.
0: Yeah.
1: Or now, any other things
0: is is there anything like as we're leaving the interview like something you would want to maybe we didn't talk about or something you think is important
1: I don't know you never asked me about a fight you asked me about my personal life
0: <laughs> Well I did ask you about some fights but some I kind of thought like the fight was stamped, you didn't want to talk about it <laughs> so yeah, I stopped
1: Yeah Yeah because you you say you want to talk about my you know like previous fight or something or I want to You want to ask
0: about something. Well, I was focusing on the last two. Hirata and Stamp. Because those were the two most recent. One you won. The other you didn't win. But I think this is interesting because you know, in a victory maybe, you know, it's a good feeling in this. But in a loss, maybe you look at yourself more like, do you look at yourself more how can I put it, like more closely after you lose a fight or no?
1: Okay. You know, like when I'm competing in amateur, right? It's not always win. Like I lose some and I win some. And Mm -hmm. I I already, you know, I, I put this mindset inside me. I always told myself that you are not always winning. You know, like sometimes you lose, but then you don't lose the, you know, like the passion that you are doing. You always want to improve yourself, okay? And then, and there's nothing to grieve about losing, you know. You learn from that fight, and you have to get better, and then that's what my, you know, what I always told myself. Since the beginning, I already know the feeling of losing, and I can accept it now. I can, you know. I can accept it now, and I focus for better fight in future that's what i want to
0: are you the kind of person who watches the fight a lot or no
1: um as how many that you think every day or fanatically or something like of course i do watch fight like sometimes we you know like i i i'm talking to my teammates messaging them or something, they just share a video to me. Of course, I will watch. Like certain, because when we watch the fight, we are not watched for fun. We learn. Okay? So I, I think I do watch a lot to learn new stuff or new combo or how they set up that particular technique.
0: But I mean the fights that you have. My, I
1: have. Do you watch yours a
0: lot?
1: um It's not every day, you know what I'm saying, but then after the fights, of course, we have to review what we do, uh what we shouldn't do, and everything, and we get improved, you know like it's not like it's not like I have nothing to do, and then I go watch my fight. It's not like that. we learn something that's it in every other you know like.
0: But like when you lost the fight, were you really mad and you have to watch it over and over or no?
1: That that's what I'm trying to say because I already know the feeling of losing, you know? Like I accept it that I lost, you know, I lost the fight. So when I watch it and of course, you have a, a slight disappointment in yourself, but then you are not staying there. You understand what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you watch to improve what you are lacking at. That's my point. You know, like, I don't have to be like, oh, why I lose this far? It's not like that. It's just that. <laughs> you know, like, it's it's not forever. You are losing, it's not forever. You know, you have to watch it, you have to accept it, and then you get improved
0: some of my friends, they watch over and over and over and over and over, you know. see. So I was wondering if you do that.
1: Yeah, I think different different parties, different you know styles. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, I know, like, you know, because we were only going to talk for an hour, or so kind of like winding down the interview. I wanted to give you a chance, like if you had a message you wanted to give to people watching
1: this. Um, you know, the message is like, it's more nothing less is about the same. like, if you, oh, showing my cat. <laughs> Hello there. Okay, let's talk again. What is that? The message to people, like, um. You shouldn't be so hard on fighters, you know, like, we, it's not, we train hard for it, for every single fight, then, you know, like, you should appreciate it, and, like, of course, in Malaysia, you have to appreciate your, you know, like, homegrown fighters, you don't join and oppress them, You you know, like, talk bad about them.
0: And do you have, like, any other message or anything, like, people that are supporting you or your fans? Or
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for supporting me. And, you know, like, you supporting me in, in everything I do.
0: Well, Gian, I wanted to say I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. You know, I was really interested in wanting to speak to you because I like to speak to athletes outside of America. So, you know, I'm thankful for your time. And uh, I hope one Thank day. Thank you so I can much for,
1: together. you know, joining life with me.
0: And uh, I wish you good luck in your upcoming fights.
1: Thank you so much.
0: It was great talking to you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Bye bye.
0: What happened to the game? Alright, so if you want to learn more about GN or follow her on uh, Instagram, it's J at J-I-H-I-N-R So G H N R R Her uh, first name and then Her last name initial And as always you can follow me At uh, Instagram at The underscore Todd underscore Atkins Show underscore show And uh, you can also follow my YouTube uh, Todd Atkins Show, please subscribe To that and uh you know, feel free to reach out to me there if you have any questions or interests, or maybe people you want to hear me interview or whatever. And as always, I appreciate the support and uh, look be on the lookout for more episodes.